0: Welcome to God, the Bible, and Me. A simple podcast by a simple man. Exploring the Bible, one verse, maybe two, at a time. Except for today. Today is our special episode. And again, I'm joined by my lovely wife.
1: Hey everybody, this is Jessica.
0: And we are going to have our special Saturday episode. Again, I want to apologize that the episode is not uh being available on saturday and it's on sunday but we just have a lot going on and then time gets away from us and then i also want to blame the nfl because we're a big football fans so we got caught up in the games so just sorry for that but we're gonna get do our special saturday we're gonna read a passage from the bible we're gonna discuss it we're gonna have fun and then we'll be doing the salvation prayer for anyone out there who has not accepted our lord jesus christ as their personal savior and would like to And let's begin. Hi, Jessica. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing good. You know, less nervous than I have been, but I'm doing good.
0: That's good. You know, after you do, uh, you know, a good amount. After
1: like nine or ten of these (laughs) things. Uh,
0: The nerves kind of slowly slip away. All right. Let's go ahead and start with our opening prayer and then we'll get started. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for another day of life. And thank you, Lord, for everything that you do for us. Lord I pray that you forgive us of our sins and that you cleanse our minds, our bodies and our souls and you purify us in your holy name and your holy blood. And Lord I thank you that you are always with us. You are always keeping us safe and protected. And Lord I pray for people out there who need you, who are seeking you, who might be going through some troubles, Lord, that they need your wisdom, they need your guidance, they need your love, they need your comfort and Probably one of the biggest thing, your peace, Lord, they need your peace in their lives to be able to get through whatever they're getting through. And Lord, I always pray for anyone who has unspoken prayers, things that people have in their hearts that Lord, that they really need help with and they really need comfort. So I pray for that and I pray for those people and I've just, I pray that you help them get through whatever they need to in your holy name. Amen. All right. So Jessica, I know I already asked, but how are you doing today?
1: Good, not as cold either as we have been, so good.
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh it's definitely warmed up since the early of the week, I guess. Yes. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be reading Exodus twelve twelve. Now just to kind of give some content of where we're at. So this is the part of the Bible when Moses is already there. Uh, Trying to free the people. And God has done all the other plagues. So this is basically the verse where he's telling Moses the final plague he's going to do. So if you don't really remember what it was, it was when he was going to strike down the firstborn. He was going to kill the firstborn of every family of every animal in Egypt.
1: The firstborn sons, right? The males.
0: Uh, I don't know if it specifies. I think it just says the firstborn. So whoever, it was a firstborn. Um, yeah, and, and I just kind of looked at the verse real quick, and it just says firstborn. Okay. So whether it was male or female, no. I think a lot of the movies portray them as the first, like at the son. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think that's what it was. I think it was just the firstborn in general. Okay. So if you had a cat and they had kittens, then the first kitten that came out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing for livestocking people. It was just the first child that... Mother, I guess had mm-hmm. okay so this is where he's telling about the the last plague he's gonna do, and just the kind of refresher of the plagues he did, you know he did uh, turn the the river Nile red into blood. He made it dark. there was a plague of locusts, there was a plague of frogs. there was hell, giant hell that killed a lot of people. Uh, all the people that took the um, warning, they got their people out, all the people that didn't didn't make it. Um, let me see. What was other ones?
1: Those are boils. I feel like boils yep. might've been <laughs> there, there
0: was a boils one where the people were covered from head to toe in them. Mm-hmm. And just a reminder, just cause God, God wanted to show that he was God. None of these things really affected any, uh, or no, none of them affected at all. All the Hebrew people, all the Israelites, none of them were affected. It was only the Egyptians to prove that. Oh, this wasn't just something that happened over the land. This is something that happened to the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. All because Pharaoh did not want to let them go. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then we can go ahead and discuss this part. So this is Exodus 12, chapter 12, verse 12. And I'm reading out of the NIV. And it goes like this. On that same night, I, which is the Lord, will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals. I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is where he's basically telling Moses, this is what I'm going to do. Yes. So, initial thought
1: initial thoughts i think of just this story and i think about how i feel like god kept hardening pharaoh's heart so it wasn't really fair because i felt like he could have softened it at the same time but he chose to keep hardening it so the egyptians had to go through all these plagues um but this last plague obviously is the worst and it was the hardest i couldn't imagine what that was like at the time uh i think i think in this story too it says it mentions like the wailing throughout the city
0: yep right yep. like they would i think he actually, god actually says there will be great wailing yeah. throughout the entire land everybody everybody will mourn the death now i i get what you said how yeah. oh, it's not kind <laughs> of fair to the pharaoh but you got to remember too though the egyptians have been pagan worshipers forever yes so we all know what god did when he went to clean the land like he's he told the Israelites to go and you're going to kill everybody because you're going to purify the land So yes like that But we also have to remember and god says it over and over again in in the reading He's also doing this To show that he is god. Yes, Like no questions about it
1: So then that next part where it says um I will bring judgment of on all the gods of egypt that's the part you want to yes, so that, discuss here.
0: <laughs> so yes, the first the first part was about you know how he's striking down and how it's about an about people and animals and all that.
1: What I was going to say to that little bit was that um we know we've been to a few funerals where you you hear yeah. that wail or that moment of it's like a mother child mm-hmm. or a husband and spouse, but I couldn't imagine what everybody in the city to have that feeling at the same time. Yeah, must have been heartbreak like.
0: Oh yeah, and and especially for this which it's every first born. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean we we have two children and when you have your first child it's like it's it's something unique and special and all your children are special. So there's like it's yeah. not, I'm not I'm not taking any away from that. What I'm saying though is when you have that first child, it's essentially the first moment that when two people come together and something is produced, mm-hmm. that is a lie.
1: Yeah. I think it's just something special about that firstborn. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that's why God made it specific to say every firstborn. Now, yeah. I, I know you mentioned something about, was it about the sons? And mm-hmm. I was like, no, I, I, I well, in this one, and this in this, in the translation, it's saying every firstborn. So whether it was a male, a female it was the first child and i think it was for that reason
1: that's interesting cuz i want to say yeah. that um i want to say it said male somewhere i could be wrong i
0: yeah. don't know
1: but i want to say like it's like a what is it called The Mandela effect, like I (laughs) could
0: have believed
1: that it was uh, a male somewhere. So I'm going to have to look that up. Well, I think
0: I think it's it's one of those things like, okay, so I think it's one of those things like going back to how I used to do the Saturday episode with the comparison. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a good point to bring up. I think it's it's the way movies portray. it. Oh, yeah. And I think like one of the one of the good movies to watch. And it's funny now because growing up, I used to watch the Ten Commandments Mm -hmm. with uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's like an old actor. But I used to watch it because it was very interesting. But after listening and reading the Bible for all these times, I was like, yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Nope. It's not yep. like that, actually. And uh, yeah, the waters, they didn't open that quick <laughs> quickly, yeah. but it's interesting. <laughs> Those
1: misconceptions. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I think it was just for dramatic effect, just like anything. Just like, uh, I don't know if you listened to the episode where I did it with Gavino. Um, what was it? Uh, my. I lost my train of thought, but it was, uh, oh, the Indiana Jones thing where he's talking about the Ark of the Covenant and all this other stuff, and he says something in there and it's like, yeah, no, it's, no. that's not how it happened. There's, oh, I think he goes, this is where the broken tablets were at or something. It's like, and he goes, and it's funny because he says, this is what every Catholic, I went to Sunday school or Catholic school and I everybody knows that. It's like, no, it's yeah. not actually. <laughs> They're not the broken tablets. Those actually got destroyed. There was was the second tablets that God created because that's another thing that I learned by reading all this. So going through all that, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just what the way the the movies portray it and the way uh, our perception of the world sees it like, oh, it had to be the firstborn because it's special. Mm -hmm. And I think, no, that it's not it. I think it has to do, it's the firstborn because of what I just talked about, how it's special. Now, all your children are special, but the first one is, is just special. It's the first special moment you have. Yeah. So so that's a, that's an interesting point to bring up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about the second part, though. What is your initial thoughts about that? Where it says, I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord.
1: My first initial thought was, who are all these other gods? <laughs> um. I don't know. I couldn't say I know the Egyptians that well, but I you know they they had the god of like, or was it the Greeks, like the god of love and the god of,
0: you they, know. So, so was
1: it gods in that sense?
0: So they so all quote unquote great civilizations all had a form of that. So yeah, the Greeks are the ones that had um, Zeus, Apollo, mm-hmm. and all that. No, yeah, uh, Poseidon and all the, all the Greek gods. Okay. Um, the Romans also had the same thing. Theirs were um, kind of like um, similar to the Greeks, I believe. So the Greeks had Zeus as their god, their god of gods, and the Romans had Jupiter. So they had similar list of gods. They're just called differently. And that was the same with the Egyptians. The Egyptian people also had different gods. And I want to say Horus. Was the god of the sun and I think he was like the main god quote-unquote and then you have stuff like that So yeah, they all had gods and they all represented something
1: I think it's interesting then just this verse because um our god who's all-knowing all-powerful knew that they worship all these other gods Mm -hmm. and so It's interesting that he said I will bring judgment on all the gods and he could have said all your gods are all no Not your gods because that would have worked either all the gods
0: he wanted he wanted to make it because he's right now He's basically targeting specifically Mm -hmm. the Egyptians So I think that's why he didn't say all the gods I think that's why he said I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt of Egypt to specify I am targeting this group Mm -hmm. now what's interesting is Countless times they talk about or God talks about and it's whoever he's talking with, uh, whether it's Moses or it's uh, Aaron or it's uh, Joshua or, you know, when they're going through cleaning the land, how he's saying that uh, all these false gods. But there's some passages that make it seem like the go- their gods are real. Mm-hmm. And then there's others where it says they're just fake gods. So I wonder when he says, I'm going to bring judgment on all the gods, is he not literally talking about like an actual being or is he just saying all these false idols
1: like concepts maybe yes yeah I think concepts I don't think I don't think there's other gods out there so I mean obviously we believe in our one true God mm-hmm. um, so I don't think he's talking literally
0: so <laughs> I'm gonna gonna just kind of flip it a little bit I've all I've always thought that no there's no other gods mm-hmm. like there's only one god
1: okay
0: but there's also demons and angel and fallen angels and
1: mm-hmm. the devil
0: could these gods be demons and and fallen angels that are manipulating people and thinking that they're gods
1: possibly i think so yeah
0: so they'll come down and say like oh because you'll hear many different uh religions and god and the god stories like the egyptians and whatnot saying like oh they saw horus or they saw apollo or they saw this or they saw that performing this and this happened could it be a demon that came down and did that and manipulated to to basically lead these people away from the true god
1: i think so and i think uh again like i think god obviously who knows all sees all he sees that these people of Egypt were worshiping other gods. And so I think you mentioned before, like how the certain plagues, you know, represented those gods. Right. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I, I saw a YouTube video and I, I don't remember exactly. It was like one of those shorts, but it was basically that they, they, they did a comparison, like of all the plagues. And I think all these plagues that God did, they were in a direct correlation with an Egyptian god. Like the, you know, of course they had the, the God, the goddess of the Nile. And what did God do? He turned the Nile in red. He turned it to his blood. There was the God of sun, the the God of the sun. And what did God do for a certain amount of period? He completely blocked the sun. Like it was complete darkness. And it even says it was so dark. People couldn't even see in front of them. Mm -hmm. That's how dark it was. Now that's like a complete light out. Yeah. Like no sun, no stars, no moon.
1: So I think like this, our God, you know, who can do anything. Maybe he did see these, whatever gods they were, whether they were fallen angels or whatever. Mm-hmm. but that that's what they represented. And so God was like, I will prove to you that I'm above all of that. And mm-hmm. I will bring, you know, my judgment on all of your gods.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's interesting to, to to see that. Like he, he wanted that he wanted to specifically say that he could have mm-hmm. just said, I'm going to bring judgment on the land, mm-hmm. and I'm going to kill all the for- firstborns. But he specifically broke up what he said and said, on that same night, I will pass through and strike down every firstborn people and animal. Now he wanted to uh, again specify, I'm going to kill all the firstborn. He could have just stopped there and then. Oh, animals too? i been shocked, mm-hmm. but no, he said, I'm going to do this and I- and I okay. So <laughs> this just popped <laughs> in my head. I think he's he said that just. Again, to prove he was God, because if he said, I'm going to strike the firstborn sons or firstborn children, then it would have been like, oh, it must have been smallpox Mm -hmm. or, oh, it must have been the black plague or, oh, it must have been this that only affected people. Mm -hmm. But he went as far and said, no, I'm going to do it to people and animals. And I think to basically prove like, look, this is God. This Mm -hmm. is not a, a, a disease that's on earth. Yeah. like only it only affected these animals or it only affected these people no it's going to affect all the people of Egypt and all the animals of Egypt
1: and i think about just those who might have been infertile at the time like who didn't have children or they would have been like oh it's not going to affect me personally i don't have any children that it's going to affect so maybe yeah. um their animals and their livestock it affected them too so that way it affected yeah. everybody whether you had children or
0: not yeah mm-hmm. and it could have yeah and uh and then Then he specifies, I'm going to bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt.
1: Again, I've said this before. (laughs) I know that our God who is all loving um, is also scary and vengeful and, you know, not not purposely. But if you betray him, if you don't follow him, he does do. He has wrath, you know, and this is one of the things. And I think people forget like that he's not fearful like not don't be fearful of the lord but he is you should be fearful of the lord and you know
0: and that's why we should love and respect our god because we don't fear him because he's scary we fear him because of who he is yeah we fear him out of respect and and jesus says like don't fear man that can destroy your body Mm -hmm. fear the lord who can destroy your your body and soul yeah like, God can destroy everything and cast you down to hell.
1: Yeah. Like, this like this is where you're fearful. So, I wonder how many Egyptians after this might have, you know,
0: believed. Well, good point. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. after this happens, the people, I believe it says, the people go to Pharaoh and say, get these people out of our <laughs> land. Push them out. We don't want them anymore. Yeah. Look what's happened because they have, they're still here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I think like a good amount of <laughs> Egyptians were like, okay, this is the god.
1: Yeah, like this, this is god. god.
0: Like we messed up, get him out. Yes. So yeah, I just uh, I found this verse very interesting, and it's a verse that I've heard a long time ago, and of course heard it during the readings, and and it came again because I'm on my third time around, something like that. Fifth time
1: around. I don't know how many times
0: you've read this Bible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But this really stuck out again when I heard and I was like, "Okay, this one definitely has to come in because I just I I find it so interesting that everything in this little verse, it's specific. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pass through Egypt. I'm going to strike down every firstborn. I'm going to do it to both people and animals. And I will bring judgment on the gods of Egypt.
1: I love that. Like you said, it's just it's one verse. Out of the whole Bible that says yeah. so much mm-hmm. specifically like this is what he is going to do. He is telling you verbatim, this is what I'm going to do. And yep. down to the thing. And you know that all of his words come to pass. It wasn't like, oh, God said that, but it might not happen. No, no. this is going to happen. This, you know, mm-hmm. this happens.
0: Yeah, this is how it's going to mm-hmm. happen. This is when it, and it even says when because he mm-hmm. says on that same night, I will pass through. So he's telling them on this night. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it to these people. I'm going to do it to these animals and I'm going to do it to their gods.
1: Yeah. Like God is telling you what he's going to yep. do. I feel like, um, if he, you know, we could talk to him now and he tells you like, Jessica, I'm going to do this. You know, like his words come to pass, like yep. it's going to, it's going to happen. So one little verse that says so much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And this, this verse just stood out. I know a lot of times we'll read like, 10 verses yeah and have the same kind of effect but i think this verse like you said it just yeah. it has such an impact
1: and i love that for you like that yep. you know you've read through the bible so many times but every single time you read through something else stands mm-hmm. out something else you read with fresh eyes and you're like oh hey yep. i haven't thought about it like this before so
0: yeah and i think it's this time well these many times I've done it, and I've, I've so i read you know try to get at least five chapters uh, at least monday through friday five chapters in the morning um, and I think because I'm taking it slowly and I'm listening and sometimes I'll stop and go back a little bit and hear it again, or I'll read it myself. Like I'll stop, I'll open it, and I'll read it. And yeah, these verses just seem to pop off the page sometimes. Like, okay, wait, you, you heard this before, but it, it sounds different now.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's just the Holy Spirit yeah. speaking to you too. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, do you have anything else before we close or do the salvation prayer?
1: No, I mean, I just, I wish we could know what the Egyptians thought, but, I mean, I must have been scary. I think, like, plague after plague after plague, but I think, you know, as this one being the final, I think that they should have been fearful. And And
0: I think they were. I think, and I I like to think that as these plagues were going, maybe Egyptians were converting. Mm -hmm. You would hope, right? (laughs) mm -hmm. And I think after the first couple of them, I think people were realizing, like, this is God. Like, why is this still happening to us? Mm -hmm. Like, why doesn't Pharaoh just let him go? Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe those people, as this was happening, they gave themselves to God and said, well, you are the God, the true God. And maybe they were, maybe they were saved. Maybe they were, were, uh, what's the word? Like, they were overlooked, essentially, where God didn't affect them directly. Yeah. He basically saved them <laughs> from these horrible things that had to come past. Yeah. Because he God had to prove that he was God. And I think that's why these had to happen.
1: Yeah. And like we said with the Bible before, like all of these have to happen because the story continues and the rest of it's going to fall into place. If you keep reading the story, uh, you'll see the rest of how it unfolds. Yep. But all of these things have to happen in that way.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And everything. And then like people say, it's like, if, if God didn't allow these things to happen the way they happen in our lives, then you'll never be at the point you're at. Mm-hmm. It's because of the decisions and choices that were made along the way is why you're where, where you're at. Yeah. And this is just a part of the bigger story that leads us to Jesus. Yep. All right. Well, that was a good discussion, I think. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move into the salvation prayer. So, when you do the salvation prayer what it means is that you are giving your life to god and jesus more especially jesus christ and accepting and believing what he did our lord jesus christ came down from heaven he left his father in heaven to come down as a man and live in an earthly body and an earthly life to be able to save the world by sacrificing himself jesus knew from the moment From the moment that Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, this moment was going to happen. So even from the creation of man, he knew one day he was going to have to do this. And even then, he still was willing to move forward. Him and, and God, our God, our Father in heaven, still moved forward with man. Still didn't wipe us out. And if that doesn't show you the compassion of our God just already, then... Our Lord Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins is the greatest sacrifice that anyone and will, anyone has and will ever make. Because being God and dying for his creation proves and shows how much he loves us. And the reason he did that was to save us, to be able to allow his sacrifice, his blood to wash over us. And cleanse us, so that way, when our fa- Heavenly Father sees us, He doesn't see the sin that is all over us, like a, like a cape or like a costume, a sinful costume. He sees Christ and how Christ washed us, and God has done that because He loves us. Because the only way you can be saved is through Jesus Christ nothing you can do on this earth is going to save you nothing no good works will ever be good enough and if you want to be saved all you got to do is follow along as we pray and truly believe these words and it goes like this dear lord jesus
1: dear lord jesus
0: i know that i am a sinner
1: i know that i am a sinner
0: and i ask for your forgiveness
1: And I ask for your forgiveness.
0: I believe that you died on the cross for my sins.
1: I believe that you died on the cross for my sins.
0: And that you rose from the dead.
1: And that you rose from the dead.
0: I turn from my sins.
1: I turn from my sins.
0: And I ask you to come into my heart and life.
1: And I ask you to come into my heart and life.
0: I want to trust and follow you.
1: I want to trust and follow you
0: as my Lord and Savior,
1: as my Lord and Savior,
0: in your holy name,
1: in your holy name,
0: amen. amen. Congratulations, if you said that for the very first time, like Jesus says, he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life, and no one goes to the Father except through him. All right, I'm reading a new verse every Tuesday and Thursday, and on Saturday is our special episode. And just a reminder, uh, we're only going to be doing the set special Saturday episodes until the end of the month, and then we have something new coming. Uh, it should be ex- it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a different situation, a different format that we're going to do Saturdays. I uh, hope everybody enjoys it. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, but more on that as we get closer, which we're getting closer, so we'll be letting you guys know what it's all about. You can find this podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can reach this podcast at godbiblemepodcast at gmail.com. Let me know your favorite verse and if you decided to give your life to Christ. I would love to hear about it. Until next time, keep reading.
1: Goodbye, everyone.